Hey, Gary. Yes? Hey, do you want to do a podcast with me where we explore core topics? Oh, fuck yeah. Yes. Hey, and let's call it Queer Nundrum. Oh my God, yes. Awesome. Please listen carefully. Welcome to our show, <laughs> I am your host, Holly Sexy as Fox. Ready to record this, honey? Hey, welcome to our show, Queer Nundrum. I am your host, Holly Greystone. <laughs> and I am your other fabulous host, Gary M. Thorne Jr. Hey, I am so excited about today's episode. Picard oh. finally broaches the queer storyline. Guess just what we're barely, talking about? Just like they dipped their toe. Barely, barely. They dipped their toe and then they like did like an etch and sketch moment with it. I'm I'm looking forward to jumping into this conversation. I know. So I, I, me too. But before we get into that, uh-huh. what's going on with you, Holly? My sweet dear Holly. Well, I I'm sure you can relate, Gary, because you have worked like bonker hours before, you know, 12, 16 hour days. Oh and shit, I, yeah. It's just I I I must just be feeling that right now. That's the, the only thing I can explain what I'm feeling right now. And what I'm feeling right now is just this utter sense of like frustration. And maybe it's a combination of just like the shit going on in the world with Florida's don't say gay bullshit, Idaho uh, threatening yeah. to to lock up parents of transgender youth and it's just like oh my fucking god and then you have to remember there's like all this other good things that are happening but the loud things just are just negative right now and then on top of that just working a lot and so i think it's just a combination of everything hitting right now because i'm having one of those days like where i go to like close a screen or answer a phone call or end a phone call or open a window and um, one of my devices and I like hit the button and nothing happens and I hit it again and nothing happens and hit it again and six more times I do it and then finally it registers something but it's not the thing that you wanted it to because it closed the thing or opened another and then you end up it continues to register all those other clicks and so the next thing you know you've opened like seven windows or you've hung up on a phone call and now you're leaving yourself a voicemail or you butt dialed your mom because you're like and it's like all my technology and I and I just, I or feel you hang like up on a friend who's talking to you. Or on hang the phone. up on your friend twice. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. It's like, so sorry that happened, Gary. Yes. And it's just like, oh my uh, gosh. Sure. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Uh, and yep. like, the only Got thing it. that, <laughs> the only thing in common is me. <laughs> and I, uh, and I guess my so, dogs, my dogs were in proximity, well, but they're not right now. So, and I'm thinking about this. The more I think about it, it's got to be Sassy's fault. Oh shit, she is. Because she's pretty evil, you know. She, she really is. She's here even now. Yeah. And she was completely ignoring me today while she was clawing up my beautiful artiste rug. Mm-hmm. I bet it is her. Yeah, <laughs> and the more I thought about this, you know, because we talked about this a little bit, I, I, I'm thinking sassy because, you know, it, it would fit her. And name my day with. started with her swatting my butt cheek as I was going to the, walking into the bathroom. She was up on the counter and she swatted me because I didn't pet her. I bet she put some sort of voodoo on me. So she sexually harassed you this morning. And voodoo. Cursed you. And so, voodoo. wow. Yeah, I, it, all, it all makes more and more sense. It so does. It's starting to come together. Huh. <laughs> I'll have to investigate this further. I'm going to say, yeah. <laughs> Maybe have no, like, get some sage in the house, you know. Yeah, uh, you know, I do. around uh, her, you know. <laughs> on uh, New Year's Day, we actually do, uh, we do a toast to Dez's late, late husband. Uh, so we cheers, you know, our, the people who we've lost in our lives uh, and just a, a memory thing. And then we do a walkthrough we, our house. We do a, a sage cleaning and maybe we messed oh, wow. something up at New Year's. We might have to redo it again. So we did it backwards. Maybe we have to do it the other way. Let's try. Or maybe do one this, t- you know, do an extra one at St. Patrick's Day. You know, Ooh. it's coming up. Yeah. yeah. Get some four leaf clovers or glue some extra leaves on there and make them four leaves. Something, there you right? Go. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Something. Maybe that's what's going on. So, I, I, <laughs> but the besides this being bonkers tired, I we have just started, we just broke ground on a, a project at work. We're building the GPAC offices, which is uh, three office spaces that are roughly 10 by 10. They're give or take a few feet here and there, but 
they're roughly 10 by 10s that we're, we're building. And I'm going through this process. I bought all the materials. I got it all delivered, got them loaded up. I got the whole room stage. We got our safety area. We have every, you know, all of it is like very OCD organized for like safety and effectiveness and just executing the project. And we, we start building to, on Monday and oh wow sitting there okay. i know like it's crazy right it's like okay and our time frame is two weeks to get these walls built drywalled and doors installed and so i'm sitting there and i'm looking over all my notes and i'm seeing that i don't have anything in there for building permit and i'm like oh shit nobody pulled a building permit and i don't know if we're supposed to because even though it's not a structural it's not a load-bearing wall i don't know if we need to have like permission to do this. So I called, I contacted the city and left them a message to get information from them about it just to make sure that we're legal. Uh, in the meantime, we can move forward with the first part of the building. We just can't finish it until we get the permit. Uh, so we can't. There, I so appreciate your safeness on this part, but there's a point where you are still so young in some ways. At that point, it's better to ask for forgiveness. You know, go, oh, I'm sorry. Should I stop what I'm doing? Smile, smile, bat your eyes. Smile, oh, smile, okay. bat my eyes. No, I, I want to set my company up for success. I don't want to. I don't want to play dumb. I know. I All knew right. better. And I'm at, what actually usually happens, and why I think I forgot is, I'm usually brought on to do the build. The architect has designed based off of the permission from the city, and so the, all that stuff's already been done but I'm the architect and I'm the designer and I'm the one doing the build. And it did, it just didn't dawn on me until we, we started doing it. And I was like, shit. So I have the calls. I think we're fine. I was just looking up the building codes in my area and I think we're actually fine. Um, it's more of a courtesy just to make sure we're not hitting like, you know, gas pipes and stuff like that, just a, a safety thing for the city to make sure we're not doing something stupid um, and affecting uh, egress, which we're not. So I'm sure we're fine, but I just feel like a total goofball. I'm so organized and ready to go and under budget and have quality materials and um, just, yeah. And I'm like, gosh, dang it. <laughs> so it's a minor well, hiccup. It'll, it'll, oh, it won't set know. us back by what, maybe a day or two. Cause it, the, they'll get the permits if we need them pretty quick. So anyway, that's, what's going on with me. What the hell is going on with you? Oh, well, uh, I think I need to start off with today saying that this we are recording this on on March 12th, which I'm hoping we we gets posted today too. Oh yeah. Um, but it is my darling husband Dean's 63rd birthday today. I like to call Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Okay, go on. And well, he's at work right now. He had to work. The poor guy just started a new job. So yay, but too bad on his first birthday. So we had a good morning. We um we uh went out to uh well I made him breakfast, you know, because I made him bacon, eggs, and toast, which doesn't sound like much, but it's one of his favorite things. So I made that for him this morning. Oh, and we hell, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> and we went out to Schlotsky's for lunch, which sounds kind of what, but it was actually that was our first day happened at Schlotsky's. So, so, um, okay. yeah, yeah. So it's, um, it was, um, where he wanted to go. And at the time it was okay. I was a little bit more of a food snob back then. And so, you know, it's okay, but whatever, whatever. Now I actually, I appreciate it much more. It's just nice. I mean, we've been together almost getting close to almost 20 years so we're um we're we're gonna hit that milestone um in um we always say april 15th because we don't ever know for sure but that's when we right around the time is when we we actually had our first date so we always oh, just cute. say april 15th so we've been together almost 20 years and overall it's been i'm gonna say of those almost 20 years 18 have been amazing <laughs> <laughs> you know you spend a lot of time with the person you should you yeah know, yeah to have some some days in there yeah yeah so i'm gonna go 18 have been amazing um the rest you know they've been okay um and it does it doesn't feel like it's been 20 years i, I will say that when it shocked me about really 20 years i mean started off as a wonderful one night stand we're both horny so you know what there you go so <laughs> and it's still um, still keep going <laughs> and still keep going i still 
still he, I still find him horny, so that's great. So you know, and, and I'm horny for him, so that's a great combination. So, um, but uh, I, so he's now at work, and so right now, um, I have done to get ready actually for the podcast that we're doing today. I in the last couple of days, if we watched all of of Picard yeah. and caught up on that, and then I um, today I have kind of gone over my notes for the show spent time with the kitty um both are kitties but in particular my kitty brother because he has not seen a lot of me because i've been very busy at work just because um it's been wonderful at work honestly but now that uh my my company is going to be leaving there i've been getting extra work thrown on me to get it ready for the when i when my company is longer there the people are hoping that I stick around, but no matter what we need to, we, there's some switchover things that happen. So I've got to, I've been taking care of that. I'm really enjoying the whole process of, because COVID is going down, getting some of the things going back in the dining area that hadn't been going on and getting more of that going again. And um, so I've been doing a lot of that. It's all been good, but it's, I've been pretty busy at work doing that. And um, so that's been a lot of my, a lot of my week is being busy but for once, I, I, I'm sort of enjoying hearing you having, you know, where you forgot things because I'm having a week where everything is clicking. You know, it's like, boom, nice. oh yeah, I got that. Got it, got send it, got that, it. Send you know. a little bit of that to me in the mail, please. Oh, hell no, honey. You're usually the one who get it, gets it all. So I'm, I'm happy I've got it right now. I'm not going to fuck with that at all. So. <laughs> um, ah, fine. I'm, I'm on the other side balancing it. Got mm-hmm. it. And so um, then, because I've had a lot of people asking me through... Um, through my Twitter account because uh, they heard about it on on the podcast about my job and on my Twitter, what's going on. And so my job um, right now, the great thing is I'm finding out I have a lot of possibilities. One way or the other, I'm going to land on my feet. And okay. I appreciate everybody who has been asking and worried. And there have been some really wonderful, I've gotten some wonderful instant messages. So thank you everybody for that. But I'm actually, I'm, I'm doing really well. This is actually putting me in a fairly advantageous position where I think I might be able to ask for more things. So we'll see. We'll see where, where, where everything lands. So okay. doing really well. Um, the cats are doing well. Um, Mumford, we finally started letting him out and he is such a happier kitty. So he, um, we have him. We we got him collared with his with with a name tag on and everything, so that was good. Um, we uh, have not yet, but we're going to get him. He's got an appointment to go to the vet to get chipped, so he will. So he's will have everything that would keep him from you know that if, if he gets let's say lost and then leave us, just we'll call it lost. <laughs> somebody's gonna be, somebody's gonna bring him back to you, right? Yeah, yeah. So, because, well, he's kind of a love slut. Whoever loves him at the moment is kind of who's with. He's very 60s and that. Oh, yeah, I love the one I'm with. Baby. Oh, yeah, <laughs> love it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, rub me there. Oh, God, yeah. So, so you know, um, he's a very friendly cat. So, that, that's actually more of our worries that he'll, you know, he just, oh, cool. Yeah, you love me. Great. I love you. You're my favorite. You know, so dealing with that, where brother, um, him, him going outside and exploring is if he, goes out in the patio and lays on a deck chair for a good 10 minutes. He's really, boy, he's roughed it for quite a while. He's ready to come back inside. So, you know, I'm not, we don't, we don't really worry about brother in that. So, and he doesn't like other people. He really, Dean and I are about his limit. If they're in here with us and they've talked with us for a while, he's okay with people. He'll let us, he'll let them get near, but not, that's about it. So, so anyway, that's been my wonderful life. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to be going out to, I'm sorry, Holly, I'm going to be going out with another lesbian and having coffee with them. That's all right. I'm going to Wicked, so enjoy. So, okay. Yeah, I know, bitch. Oh, sorry. Did that come out of my mouth? Did you, everybody hear that? Oh, sorry. I meant to say fucking bitch. I'm jealous, but whatever. No, okay. Oh, please. <laughs> You're cheating on me. Whatever. Now, um, I have... I'm not a huge, um, I'm not a f- huge fan of musicals. I'm just not. Wicked would be the one I would love to see. I've actually read the book. Yeah. And I know the musical's different, but I still, it's one of them I'd like to see. Would have loved to see it with Kristen Chenoweth, you know, but and there you go. Um, 
So I'm very, very excited for you, honestly, and excited for Desiree. She's probably oh, going to get all... Just, she is over the moon excited about it. Uh, I'm sure all the costumes and shit. She's just oh, like, oh, yeah. my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I'm, I'm excited to go spend some time with my wife. And we're supposed to take uh, her mother with us, but she is still... Uh, visiting family and helping a family member who just had back surgery. So okay. they're not able to make it back in time. So we're going to do another surprise for them because it's their birthday was last week. Um, so we'll do another surprise. And then tomorrow we're going to take a, a friend of ours with us who Can has also who read. Yeah. Uh, Angela, she's uh, she's okay. read the book. She's, she is a huge, huge fan and she's not seen the production before. And so I, I was like, gosh, you know, who would really enjoy the show? And then I was like, oh yeah, because we, we had just have enjoyed it. Gary right. Have and she has like, cause I told her, you know, for the, cause I was like, well, I'm not going to be here for the Sunday event. Cause I'm going to Wicked. She's like, bitch. <laughs> and well, I, I was like, the time, so. yeah. So um, I think she's going to really enjoy it. Um, and it, it'll be a fun, it'd be a fun day out for sure. So yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that's what's going on with my wife. Um, uh, I did, uh, I was going to ask you now, Holly, because we mm -hmm. sort of already broached the subject. Mm -hmm. What in the holy fuck is going on in queer news right now? Oh, Jesus Christ, well, God Almighty. Honestly, there's too many right now. Um, just, I mean, there has been for a little bit. More close to home, fucking Idaho has passed, the House passed um, a bill it's called House Bill 675. It passed to 55 to 13 with two abstaining. Um, basically, they it's a it's a it's a bill that they they say it amends the existing law to provide for the crime of genitalia mutilation in certain instances and to provide certain exceptions. And this is a very broad, broad way of of listing this bill um and it's it's just basically the bill w allows for imprisonment of parents who have transgender children uh if they do anything to help that child um with re gender reassignment or hormone therapy or counseling or anything like that in or outside of the state, like they can't leave the state and go get treatment because they could be seen as child endangerment and therefore imprisoned for life for doing this and have their children taken away. And like at that point, you're in prison for life. So of course your child's gonna be taken away from you, but sure, okay. Um, so it's an attempt to criminalize the ability to seek gender affirming care and abortion nationwide in both Idaho and Missouri lawmakers have been shown to show a, a, a willingness to jump into this, this unprecedented territory where they're willing to go against the civil rights of people. We have Florida saying, oh, we're gonna pass this don't say gay bill. I know that's not the name of it, but that's what we're gonna call it right now. We're gonna pass this bill because we gotta protect our children. We gotta give our parents more rights. And yet over here in this other state, oh no, we can't give our parents rights. They can't make these decisions for their kids. Nah, and there already are rules in place. Like there are certain treatments that parents and medical providers are not allowed to do until an individual is a certain age. So those parameters are already there. This is taking it a step further and criminalizing it and imprisoning the parents for affirming their child. And it's just, it's, it's against our civil rights. It's against free speech too, because if you, if you are an advocate for it, you risk some sort of legal ramification as a result of that. And it's, and it's increasingly becoming an issue in numerous states. I think we're somewhere between 29 or 26 states that has some sort of anti-LGBTQAI laws that are not positive. Like they're not, they're not affirming of these of individual rights. And therefore there's a lot of discrimination still going on. And Texas has one just like has has a law like this going on right now. So yeah, yeah and it thing. continues. So this law will move to the next level. It's not it's not a law, I should say. This bill 
will pass to the next level where it will then go through another voting process before it becomes law. And this is where they will tweak it uh, to make it so that certain lawmakers are like, yeah, we'll do that. But instead of lifetime, we'll do six years. Or instead of lifetime, we'll charge them $15,000. Uh, instead of this, we'll do that. Like they'll make some changes of it. And it continues like, so yeah, there's 20, it's 26 states that have some sort of ban or some sort of law that is attacking the gender equality and, and just overall quality of human life. Not only that, but just things attacking Roe versus Way and just diluting the, our institutions, which is like, what's the point of having precedents set in court if we're just going to go around and start whitewashing it in a way that makes sense for us? And all it is is just people being afraid because they're no longer, the, they're, they won't be the majority by the time our younger generation is old enough to be running for these these uh, legislating positions, and they're they're worried. They're terrified that gays are going to be in positions of leadership and positions over making law, and and the same thing with women, and the same thing with people of color, and the same thing with transgender individuals, and the same thing with all it's just all these different othering things that we're doing and it's taking our eye off of the focus that we as a country have to get our shit together and not let these these i don't know oligarchs or white privileged men who don't want to take a back seat and and lose their power as it were and they want to they want to feel like they have some sort of control and so they're put they're putting people against each other and it's harmful. Uh, the don't say gay bill. We're getting a lot of uh, a lot of backslash in that. You would probably have seen this, Gary. Disney supported, financially supported that bill being pushed through uh, in Florida. And then they were like, oh, we got called out. Here's five million dollars to an agency that supports gay rights. Whoops. You caught us. Bullshit. And I love Disney. They put out some good shit that I really love to watch. I'm a Disney princess girl. I love my Star Wars. I wish they hadn't bought it, but whatever. Keep the franchise alive. But yeah, they, so they, there's a lot of stuff happening in our social media around what Disney did and the bullshit they did there. Um, there's also a lot of people that are, uh, that are, that are standing in their Senate halls fighting for their rights to say, to say gay, to say to say we are gay, we're going to say gay, and we oppose this bill. So they, there's a lot of that, um, there's a lot of pushback. And I, and I want more and more people to, to find ways legally to fight back, fight back the legislation on this, hold, your, let, hold the people in your grassroots, like hometown legislation, responsible for their choices. They need to, be, they need to represent their people and not their own interests. And they need to be held accountable for the things that they're doing, because uh, what they're doing is is very, very harmful and affecting our freedom of speech and not allowing us to have the opportunity to to educate ourselves. Yeah, no, it's something that um, Dean and I had a, a long discussion because right now we we subscribe to Disney Plus, mm -hmm. and we are still debating whether to get rid of Disney plus because of this. So we're trying to decide what we're going to do right now. It's um, very, very disappointing. Also considering the fact that they're one of the first companies that originally supported uh, gay marriage and gave benefits to, to the, their significant others before it was okay, before they were able to get married. So this is a really hard thing for a lot of us to hear. So it's it's very sad. I will say that on our Quernundrum Twitter uh, account, you'll see there's a there's this big thing going out to do a to get a, a and I'm not saying you have to do this part of it, but get a, a go to your nearest adult bookstore, grab a gay pornographic uh, postcard, but on it just write gay, 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 and there's the uh -huh the uh the address to where the senate is on the, on there so you should look at our twitter account and um and i do fully support that i've already done that so i i would i would recommend people uh sending that to florida because of how terrible beyond terrible this is it, it's i can't believe this is going on 
Sorry, uh, yeah. I will let you get back to your no, stuff. No, so. no, it's important. We have to fight back. And in, in, in utilizing social media is definitely a way to hold our our government officials responsible as well as these large corporations responsible for their actions. And in, in Idaho, for example, there are there are people that you can write. You could call your you can call your senators. You can call and write. They want to hear from you because they have to go and fight these in front of a, a governing body. And if they don't hear from you, then the only thing they're going to see is that HB 675 is what the people want. They're going to believe what they're being told by the people who are advocates for this bill. And if they don't hear from you until it's too late, then this becomes a law. And then you end up in a fucked up situation where your friends and family, their well-being is is drastically impacted not only are we impacting the children involved in this conversation but families and their friends and their community and there are options it's it's looking up those those phone numbers in the areas that you know throughout the country pick your state where you're at and find those find those contact informations send them postcards send the send emails and 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 just tell them your why like why is this why is this a problem why is this important to you and why it needs to stop and and how you know if it's something that they truly believe is they believe that this law is actually going to do some sort of good then say like no it's not doing us any good if you want to do good here's this here's a few suggestions on act on things that actually will provide good to our community whatever that is so find that offer up offer up suggestions if that's what you so desire but say something say no because it's going to happen if we don't stand up and say something. I plan to do scary. it. I'm not an Idahoan, but they're they're a stone throw away and I'm writing them and saying something as a supporter of my community. Idaho is my community. So is Texas. I know you guys are so far away, but this this we're all a giant community and we have to stand up for each other. So it's so funny um I when uh, the the hospital I work at found out that that my account was leaving, and they're trying to find if I'm going to stay or not. They all, love, of course, they love me because I'm amazing. They all love me. They want me sticking around, and they know that I'm from Washington. And so this one woman go, the one woman who's lived her entire life in Texas goes, "Well, you're you're not going to move back to Washington, are you?" And I go, "I don't know." And she goes, "Well, you know, it's not safe there." And I go, "What?" And she goes, "Well, yeah, no, you, you wouldn't be safe there." what and and because she's lived her entire life here so she's very texas centric like i'm you know i was washington centric until and she um and i had to explain to her i said not i go i love texas i really do i I love it here there's a lot of wonderful things here i go i mean in the grand scheme of things as a queer person i'm safer by laws and everything in washington state than i am here and she was talking about COVID. She thinks COVID is just running rampant in Washington. And I go, it's oh. not. They're just the laws are stricter there than they are here. That's the only difference. Um, but she was shocked to even hear that. Her head was so far up her ass. And she's a sweet lady, don't get me wrong. She had no idea how much worse the laws were here in Texas than they are in Washington state for, for queer representation. I was shocked that she didn't understand this. So, huh. but anyway, side note on that. So <laughs> good. Um, did I, you have more news, we, That's man? why we're supposed to move and get out and, and, and see done, shit and see shit. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. There's, there's stuff happening all over the country. There's a lot of polarization around LGBTQ rights as well as abortion rights. And a lot yeah. of a lot of these things are being thrown in with the abortion laws that that different government bodies are trying to pass. You need one law, twenty to hundred pages long, put it in front of somebody, make a vote, and move on. If you want to amend it, then you put together an amendment and you submit the amendment separate and you move on. You don't submit a seven hundred page law and then throw in a bunch of extra stuff on the back end of it. And you really want that first 400 pages to be submitted and passed, but you're going to throw in a bunch of extra stuff on the back end and then it gets passed. And then people like Pelosi are like, well, we'll just figure it out when it actually becomes a law. And it's like, no, that's harmful. Do your fucking job. 
And that's, and sadly, that's why we need to get some new blood in the government because Pelosi, who I love dearly, she's, you know, there's, yeah, there's issues there with all of that, but you know, that's, that's again, why we vote and we are very strong. We, we are highly, uh, we're both very, we're both very political people. Our spouses, our friends are all pretty political people. So I think that, you know, that, that's what we do. I actually just got a call, believe it or not, from somebody in Gunnison to me, not realizing I moved, asked me if I wanted to run for a city council position in Gunnison. That's <laughs> funny. Got, I've been asked got, to do that again in my city too. And I'm like, well, think about it. It got a bunch of iron in the fire as it were. So it's like, I'm not interested at this moment, but I keep my eyes open on the, on that opportunity. Hey, is there anything else on, on, political news wise or do you want to move into the fun stuff <laughs> let's just go ahead and move on into the fun stuff because we we're done we're done let's put a pause on the the drama that is our reality and move on to the drama and that is sci-fi <laughs> fantasy, sci-fi fantasy. yes so <laughs> the really great thing i have to say about picard is finally they are having some queer representation mm-hmm um, and I like to say this because it comes from the whole Star Trek universe, but Next Generation in particular. So um, in their, their, they have, I'm going to say they've dipped their toe in the water of queer representation. It's the best they've done in the, in the, in the at least in the Next Generation universe. Yeah. Um, so uh, Picard just started second season. Woo! I know. Woo-hoo! Oh my Which, God. Oh my, so I'm going to get into that a little more. But, yeah, so I, while the original so Star Trek The Next Generation will always hold a special place in my nerd heart, one of the things we have discussed in this podcast is why there were never any queer storylines. They tapped around it kind of in two episodes. The Outcast and the Host, shows uh-huh. we've covered in the past, the Outcast, an episode that deals with a whole species being asexual, was all allegory, but used a female actor to play the love interest for Will Riker, and all of Gen- the Janai, the people from the asexual planet, were played by females. So really, oh geez, Riker fell in love and wanted to fuck a female. What a what a shocker in the Trek universe that this happened. So. Um, and the other one was the host where we first meet Trill for the first time. And basically, I'm really narrowing it down. This has nothing to do with Gates McFadden, who's, who I think was a very much an underused actress on the show. We basically find out Dr. Beverly Crusher will fuck someone who she thinks of as a brother, but won't fuck a woman. That's what the, what, that's what the episode really gets nailed down to right there. Um, so... With all this, we have, so with some fanfare, a little bit of fanfare, a little, not much, it can be announced that Seven and Nine and Rafi have a relationship, mm-hmm. kind of, in I Picard. <laughs> you see them have a connection in the first season, but nothing yes. much is discussed. This season, the first two episodes, it is at least discussed this is a lot of quotation marks going on here folks well um, yes it is because it is discussed because picard's it's like discussed you and want says, you want you well it says here that raffi would like it a relationship with seven of nine and seven of nine likes raffi you get that in the first episode of season two raffi says seven of nine reminds her of picard because she like picard doesn't need other people in their lives Rafi obviously likes Seven and wants a relationship. And you get that there has been something in the past, but you don't see what any of it is. In the second episode, <laughs> I'm going to, you know, a little minor spoiler here. You deal with a timeline change. Seven is shocked to find out she is married, but not to Rafi. I want to say more. I, I I won't say more other than that. <laughs> other than Rafi is Rafi is shocked that she's in a committed relationship. Well, yeah, it says I, right here. I have said I won't say more than but that Rafi quips to seven 
I see you've gotten past your fear of commitment. So I like that. <laughs> I like that this. Um, I am holding out a lot of hope that we see more than longing glances and quips between these two. I don't want to say this show has grown. I do want to say the show has grown leaps and bounds between last season and this season. Last season, I kind of felt like it was an afterthought show to give people a little bit more of Picard. You know, we had, you know, we got to visit with Picard where he's gone. We got to see my favorite episode of last season was for me was the episode with Troy and Riker. I when I rewatched again this time, I cried in all the same spots. I loved it. Um, but it but this season, oh my god, the first two episodes. I think of the new Trek series now, in these last two episodes, I've become, it's become my favorite of, of the stuff going on right now. Um, I won't say more than that with that because I don't want to get, I don't want to do big spoilers except, oh my God, the directing and everything is amazing. Right. I will say Picard is, is very hard trying to differentiate itself from Next Generation. It has a more serious tone the world yeah. is not as perfect in this version as it is this forebearer. They drink and they actually get drunk when they drink, smoke and swear. Fuck has been used several times. Picard says pissed off. I mean, those things alone to me just throw me, you know, going, oh my God, this is adult. You know? Yeah. When he um, said he, when he cussed, I was like, what? Picard just, I like, I felt like I, I Daddy, saw my parent cuss for the first time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, I love the fact, I mean, it really does show the colors are toned down. Things just seem dirtier. All these things, all these things show and give me hope that the franchise is growing and wants to show more adult relationships. And I think it's going to. I, I think that we're starting to, it's again, showing Okay, I think we need to pre-warn people now. We're going to do a couple spoilers. If you have not seen this season yet, Holly and I are going to talk a couple spoilers going on right now because it's just too good not to talk about. Um, are you agreeing with that, Holly? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, doing this alternate universe um, where they've gotten um, seven of nine now not ever have been um uh, part of the collective that she's just she's Annika and she's never been anything else even though she knows it um that I love that whole bit I love that where she's now married to somebody who she has no idea who the fuck it is because all all our main characters know what the hell's going on but none of the people they've jumped into know around them. They just think it's still the same people. Um, what I, I love how it's just dirtier, grittier. I love that the there's pollution. I love that it's not the utopia that Gene Roddenberry set up, which I love. I love all that aspects of the old Star Trek. So don't get me wrong. I'm loving where that's going. And I think with that, my hope beyond hope is that we get to see the two of them, Rafi and uh, Rafi and Seven of Nine, actually have an adult relationship. What are your thoughts on that? I agree. I think I, I, there's a lot of things to the storyline that I'm hopeful for. I like the idea that we have this uh, this this time and place where it's ugly and dirty and nasty and and um, very much like like nazi germany style like bullshit that's happening and the eradication and just so many different things that are going on that are so likely to happen in our own world you know we've seen a lot of things play out recently in our histories in the last 10 years in real life that have been just a, a, a fiction and, and written in books and it's all, all just been story and it can never this can never actually happen and yet here we are banning books and taking away civil rights and invading ukraine and just all that all those things that we didn't think would actually happen are happening and then you see this show that's kind of showing the ugly side of humanity and the potential for the ugly in humanity and and how and how that picard is one of the big he was his character is one of the worst ones of is it. the worst the worst offenders of of that oh and, my 
God. It's such a contrast to who he is as a character, right? Who Picard is as the character. And so we get to see a bit of that struggle and we get to see how, how toxic that world can be if we allow certain people to continue to be in those positions of power and influence and how harmful that can be. And so my hope is that we see a, a parallel, a parallel storyline to reality with that, maybe help educate people and give people hope. But then at the same time, I absolutely need these two to have a connection. Just And can we say at this point, mm-hmm. oh my God, coming from a gay man, I swear to God, Jerry Ryan just gets sexier as she gets right? older. The woman is, right? oh my God. It's like, look at her now and go, give her another 10 years. And I think I would completely turn to women without thinking twice about it for her. She is just, um, she is oh my just like God. She is a gorgeous woman. And so is Rafi for that matter. She's oh, a yeah, I know, gorgeous yeah. woman. Gorgeous. Um, um, yeah, so I, I agree. Uh, yeah, I think, there's a, I think there's a lot of hope in the storyline for this. And I think it's something we all can use a little bit of that, you know, the, that drama, but still that hope. Um, and then with this particular relationship between Rafi and Seven of Nine, that little quips, um, I think it'd be interesting to see how that plays out. And I like how, and granted, they had some idea moving forward with their story, what they could do and where it was going to parallel what's going on in in our world right now. I don't think they had any clue how close it's mirroring what's happening in our world right now. And to see this where, I mean, you know, we, we focus on, on the queer aspect of things. And all I can see, to me, it's all, again, I'm looking at the allegories, I can't help it, but talk about eradication. We're going through that again in the world. They're yeah. talking, you know, where they're t- trying to silence us. And, oh my God, where, again, folks, lots of spoilers. When you f- when you see the trophy room of the, of the alternate Picard, Picard mm-hmm. and one of the people, he's got a skull of Sarek, I mean, oh my God, you know, it's like, what the hell? Yeah. And seeing this, you know, and talking about trying to, uh, trying to eradicate the Vulcans and trying to, you know, they're, they're trying to eradicate all the people who are fighting against them. And to see that, talk about the, I mean, talk about the significance as a queer person we're seeing now. Any thoughts on that? Uh, no, I think you've, I think you've, I think you've hit the, the nail on that, the, or the head on the nail of that. There you go. I can say that. Na- <laughs> uh, I can say that analogy correctly. <laughs> nail, I hit the nail on the head. So, yes. And yes. I love the fact in the first two episodes, we get to see two of my favorite characters. Um, we get to see Guinan, um, which uh-huh. was a wonderful little, a little bit. Um, I'm hoping we don't, I, again, I'm hoping we don't see a lot more of her. I, I liked a little bit there. That was great. A little, a little nod to the past. I, I loved her character. And then as a gay man, I have to say that John Delancey as Q just wow. gets better looking as he gets I older. I am Jesus still thrilled on how they brought him into the storyline. Completely beautifully. Beautifully. Yeah. Well, like within the original character, uh, yeah. attitude and style um yeah it's i yeah i agree i think they did a fabulous job i'm still i still get a kick out of that scene i i rewatched it the other day and i just get a kick out of that introduction of bringing q into the storyline i'm like yes that's perfect they nailed it well, well and i like the fact that john delancey himself said that he would not do it if he didn't feel as believable because he wouldn't have aged. And I like how they handled that. Yeah. How they handled him aging. I was so, and the whole part where Picard goes, you're not well, are you? So yeah. something else is going on too, which we haven't found out yet. I want to know more. I know, <laughs> I so. know. And then the same thing with the the queen and how they, how they handled that story and how they brought her in and just- And how you end up feeling sorry for the queen. Just a little. How I'm hell like, did they manage I'm like that? slapping myself. I'm like, what is wrong with you? I know. So that was, um, and again, I need to give kudos to Jerry Ryan. The the fear, the revulsion, the intrigue, all these things she had, seeing her in the new alternate timeline, 
Mm-hmm. I was that 30 seconds where she first sees her, the, the Boer queen. My God, that woman needs Emmys. She needs awards. She is, I mean, she's, I, you know, Patrick Stewart gets all these accolades and, you know, my, you know, he's amazing. He's an amazing human being and stuff like that. Jerry Ryan, I think, holds her own with, with Patrick Stewart. 100%. And the woman does not get, I don't think she gets the kudos that that woman deserves for what she does and holds her end up beautifully. Um, and I'm, I always say, if you haven't ever watched the series um, Leverage, she had a, uh, an arc where she was on the show for like five or six episodes. And the entire reason I watched Leverage is to watch her in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching more of the show because of how good she was in it. But I would watch that just to see how her different, how she can be as an actress and the different things she's done. Mm -hmm. And that light show shows though that what a range this woman is and what she can do when needs. Yeah, she's um, very talented. Very talented. And it's again that kind of sexist thing where i don't think she's been taking this seriously maybe as she should be because of how beautiful she is i think that people go well she's beautiful she doesn't need to act and when i will always say back with voyager where i started watching voyager when they um switched when they got rid when they brought her on because i well i don't fuck i don't she's in this latex suit oh gee yippee yay and i thought well i don't give a fuck about her i want to see more of kess I, and I started watching it because of you, Holly, again, I went back to it and oh. to realize how amazing her character development was, I got sucked into it. Even though I had loved Kess and wanted to see where that would have gone, I was so impressed with her acting ability that it brought me around to watching her. And it was all because of you, Holly. Yeah. All because of you. So. Still say Deep Sistine's better, but whatever. Okay. So oh, um, we're not going there. We don't got time for that. Oh, did you see that, that Cisco was mentioned in, in episode did. two? So I, I, I was like, I, I got all I got all the flutter from me. I go, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, well, I, know, I, know, I know, I know, I know. Nothing. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, so yeah, I, I do believe, I'm hoping, you know, and granted, I don't ever want Star Trek to become this thing about, about, it, it's, it will never hopefully be a show about will they or won't they. You know, I don't ever want to see that with with any of the Star Treks, but I do hope we get to see them maybe having some kind of life. You know, I mean, Deanna and Riker, Deanna and Worf, we never, I mean, we saw them a little bit in personal lives, but um, so I'm not looking for a big amount of that kind of thing. I mean, the most we ever saw was between uh, Dax and Worf on, on D Space Nine, but so I'm not looking for a lot, but I would like to see them have some kind of life, you know, some kind of, you know, yeah. that they actually, I, I'd like to see them kiss once, at least once. I'd like to see a kiss between them. I'm not saying a big kiss even. I would just like to see a kiss. Would be nice. <laughs> Maybe a nice embrace, you know. <laughs> a nice women, long embrace. I mean, the two women are, they're both really good actors. You can tell that. And so give them more to play with. And I, I can't even imagine where they'll go with it. So please, please, Picard people, please give them more. Give them more. Give us, as the people who watch this show, more. We just want more. Yes, more, more, more. More. The next episode <laughs> drops on St. Patty's Day. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow, okay, cool. Yeah, Thursday. And on that... On that note, I think we've I think we can say we we've probably covered all we can on the whole Picard thing. For now, yeah. But I don't know if we're gonna have a season three, but right now I'm loving season two. Oh, it's already been renewed for season three. I can tell you that. Yeah, I which hope in so. itself, no, it's been renewed. Oh, it has. Which I'm really curious. Oh, oh no, sure. it's been renewed for season three, which I'm really curious about because Picard said only do two seasons. Uh, sorry, Patrick Stewart said only do two seasons, so I don't know if he agreed another season or if they're what they're going to do with that. So I'm really curious where this, where, where this season's going. Yeah. But, we'll see. Um, yeah. We'll see. And so yeah, we'll just have to, and actually, as I say all that, I already know that he's in season three because I watched an, uh, 
I, he had an interview with Will Wheaton where he talked oh, about yeah. they're already working on season three. So fucking never mind. Bring back know. the so traveler. Bring back the traveler. Honestly, they could bring the traveler back into any Star Trek universe. Oh yeah, at at any time. I I kind of want to honestly. I'm also curious on that whole note if we're going to talk about this for a minute. Where the hell Doctor Crusher was a huge part of Picard's life. Mm-hmm. Where the holy fuck is she in this? We've right? seen, I mean, you know, or Jordy, but in particular, I mean, in 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 the series finale of Next Generation, you saw that they were married at one point. So where has this gone? Is that does not not exist anymore? Or, but it even said they had still a loving relationship. So where is that whole lot now? Why have we not seen that? So that. That is starting to bother me. So I'm hoping that eventually that gets taken care of. Um, I'm sure we'll see something of it. I hope so. Because, you know, I, um, oh, did you see the whole thing where they really are, they would like to do a, there's a big fan thing trying to get uh, Troy and Riker their own spinoff series. Oh, that would would be be fun. It might be, I don't know. If it's done well, if it's done well, I could see it being fun. Yeah, you know, we'd have to see, but I, you know, I would, it was nice to see the two of them. It was nice to see them allowed to mature. And I, I like to see that on that episode. So, um, but I, I think that, yeah, I think we've, I, you know, we're, we're going nerdy bad now, which I, we can go nerdy, but. Um, I love a little I've, bit of nerdiness. We need it in our lives. Yeah, I think we've covered all we yeah. can on this yeah, i don't want a little bit out let's leave a little bit on the dish for later yeah yeah and sure. and i will say that holly if they ever do actually finally kiss on the show we will be at least having a little bit of talk of that oh in, yeah in our because i mean i think we're all looking forward to it now we want it to happen so yeah or just that just that relationship development i think it'd be very exciting. exactly exactly but i think you're right so. i think you're right so what we'll do is we'll just we'll put our hopes out there and we'll just see what happens, baby. And yeah. until then, until then, my beautiful human beings, stay positive, find hope and dreams and and take care of each other and take care of yourself. And until next time, be well. And be queer, you sweet ass fuckers. I love that. Thank you for connecting with us on this week's conundrum. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Queernundrum Podcast. And email us at Queernundrum at Queernundrum.com. And please rate and review us on iTunes. Until then, peace and be well. And be queer.